welcome to Glitching the Code. Hi guys, welcome to Glitching the Code here on Iconic.com and you'll be listening to this on Spotify and iTunes and YouTube as long as they don't chuck me off and this might be the one that gets me chucked off and um, BitChute who um, who kindly sometimes just grab it from YouTube and put it up on there. I have no idea how that's happened. They seem to be doing it for me so I'm quite pleased by that. I am here with the new guest, John Brisson. You are um, from FixYourGut.com and also... You're from We've Read the Documents as well. And I've wanted to get John on for a while. I've been watching his stuff he does with Billy Ray Valentine on America Unplugged, which is an iconic show. And John, and also the people like um, Neil Sanders, Billy, a lot of people around your kind of, you guys, I know you talk to each other a lot, talk about a group called the CMP, the Council for National Policy, which is something I hadn't heard of until about six months ago when you started talking about it. Um and it seems to me that they're kind of like the left hand to the Council for um, for Foreign... Is the CFR? Is yeah, the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations. That's yes. the one, CFR. So we want to talk about that later. But first, John, welcome to Iconic. I know you've been on it before, but it's lovely to meet you as well, mate. Um, as we go, let's talk about... Because I know your dad was into conspiracy theories, and it's very rare, apart from Jamie and Gareth, that a parent is into this stuff. So how did that kind of transfer into you getting into this sort of this work? Yeah, Richard, uh, thank you for having me on at Glitch Nakoda. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, my uh, my father, um, he kind of got um, interested in the JFK assassination. Um, and it, hap- it happened while he was um, had just actually um, became a um, freshman in high school. Um, and uh, so he, he, he felt something was off about it, something was wrong. Um, so he started uh, researching it, um, you know, throughout the years. And I actually still have one of his grammar books uh that you know that where he was in college written in there and it says oss is the precursor to the central intelligence agency all right so growing up with my dad i you know i i was a conspiracy theorist i i'd gotten my politics from my grandfather who was a neoconservative i used to you know listen to rush limbaugh and sean hannity and and it was a uh, um you know a good christian zionist you know I'm, I'm still a christian today but i'm not a zionist anymore um <laughs> So, you know, I, so I, I'm sitting here and so, you know, my dad would, you know, I used to listen to Coast to Coast AM with him. I, I used to listen to uh, Bill Cooper because my dad was, you know, also Christian. He liked Bill Cooper a lot and he didn't like, um, he didn't like uh, Alex Jones too much. Even, even back then he just wasn't, he just seems there's something off about Alex. Um, and then, so um, my father passed away in 2004 um, and I, um, kind of always had in the back of my mind, like I remember the things he would tell me that, you know, JFK was, um, you know, assassinated by the government and that for nine 11, like the first few days he was like, he thought something was wrong, but at the same time he was like, well, maybe we were attacked, you know, but then later he kind of put it together and, and he was like this, no, this something's wrong here. This whole thing's bull crap. And then I, he was heavily like the invasion of Afghanistan. He was like, you know, kind of, eh, but then he was like, no. And then uh, invasion of Iraq, he was like, whoa, no, something, you know, there's something definitely wrong here. Um, and so I, I kind of remembered all that, you know, I kind of remembered, you know, and so I, I, one night in December, 2008, um, I turned on coast to coast AM and Alex Jones happened to be on. And he started talking about how nine 11 was an inside job. And I remember my dad discussing it. Um, and of course, at the time, I was completely like, you know, go Bush, you know, go foreign wars for Israel, <laughs> you know, back when I was in high school <laughs> between, uh, you know, after 9-11. Uh, so, you know, and so I was like, well, 
uh, is this stuff Alex saying? Is it really real? You know, is it is it true? So I started researching it and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe my dad wasn't, you know, maybe he was onto something, you know. And so I started looking into it and that's when I, you know, you start researching all these things, Richard, and you start, you know, looking at everything. And that's when I started, uh, um, you know, start listening to Alex Jones, start going to Godlike Productions, you know, forums, you know, looking around and everything. And, you know, and then you start listening to Jeff Rents and, you see what Rents is doing, and then you kind of realize that Alex Jones kind of never talks about Israel, and then you learn, you know, that Israel is a big power player in, in, in the world stage, you know, the elites of Israel, like Bibi Netanyahu, and then you, you know, and then you, you start putting things together, and you're and you're like, oh, okay, and and so I myself, you know, I was pretty much at the left-right paradigm was bullcrap, you know, now, now I might, you know, I have conservative beliefs, but that's not, I'm not talking about like a person's individual, like ideologies of what they believe or what they think might be best for the country. But as far as like the left and right representation of the dueling parts of the United States government, okay, like between the Democrats and the Republicans, for example, it's just show, it's just theater, all the world's a stage, you know. So, but then Trump came up. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. And I remember seeing him down, going down the escalator, and I was like, something had, had, you know, had a feeling in me. I was like, that guy, that guy's gonna be president, you know. And then I started seeing like Alex Jones starting talking good about Trump, and I was like, I hadn't watched Alex in years, in years, Richard. And and I, and, and, but I started seeing people talking about it, and maybe Trump was our guy. And so I started back watching Alex Jones and then I started watching Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity, who people who if you would ask me in 2014, I would be like, these people are complete shills for the world order to being, well, maybe Trump's got something on them and they, and that's why they're speaking mm -hmm. the truth. And that's why they're for Trump, you know? So I was completely bought in. I was, I was, I was going to make a bet with, with my, with my best friend, you know, $5,000 that Trump was going to be president, but I, I didn't take that bet. I should have taken that bet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I was ready. You know, I, I was like, this guy's, you know, this guy's going to take us back, you know, he's going to defeat the world order and, you know, and everything. And I fell through the propaganda. And, and th but then, um, my friend, he was on 8chan and, um, and I had been going to 4chan and 8chan since I was in high school. Okay. I mean, I mean like when I was a senior in high school, freshman, I've been going to the, you know, the, the B board and the video game board since I was like 2000, 2004. All right. And so I had seen, you know, the evolution of 4chan and the mimetic warfare and the chaos magic that was used on 4chan throughout the many years. Okay. And so he, he goes, but on someone on 8chan had shared Something about the Counts for National Policy and Josh Reese's documentary, The Secret Right Volume One and The Secret Right Volume Two, and that how Trump wasn't our guy, that he was a puppet for the Vatican, he was a puppet for Israel. You know, wake up, you know, what are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, okay. So I watched The Secret Right Volume One, and it, you know, kind of talks about the origin of the CNP, and he's playing clips and discussing who's in it, but he doesn't talk about Alex Jones until the second part. And so, and and I think Secret Right Volume One was made in 2009, and the second volume part was made in 2011, I think. So, I, I since I didn't see the second part, I didn't know Alex Jones was a part of it really. So I kind of like dismissed it. And I was like, man, Alex Jones would have told me. He would have told me about this, you know. But then when Trump got elected, Richard, I started seeing some of those CMP names that he was mm. appointing to like his transition team and he was appointing to, you know, positions within his cabinet. And I was like, 
wait a minute, where did I see those names before? Something, something doesn't, something doesn't sit right with me here. Something, something's wrong. And so I went back and I watched the movie again. And I remember, you know, watching it on my phone with my headphones in my kitchen, the second one where he's really laying about the differences between the CMP and the CFR, which ultimately my belief is that they're kind of connected at the top, right? So you have one part of the pyramid, which is like the left, you know, communism, like in your face, progressivism, all right? So it's like, it's like, you know, like, and so you got that, and that's the CFR, the Bilderberg, the Trilateral Commission, they're on the left. And then on the right, you have something which I I call the Fabian Socialist right, where with Fabian Socialism, kind of like the wolf in sheep's clothing aspect, they're not going to go in your face about it, but they're going to slowly kind of do it you know, from the behind, so you're not looking, and you're like, well, they're conservative. They're, they're not going to put any of these. You know, it's kind of like the like like the world order is a man, and the left leg is the left side, and the right side's you know the, the right the right leg is the right side, and they're both working, walking in tandem with one another. But now that now the, the the left side might be a little faster than the right side because maybe there's a limp on the right side, but it's still going back and forth and back and forth. I mean, Bush took an ungodly amount of our freedoms away mm-hmm. with, you know, the Patriot Act, for example, you know? So, and so I started realizing, oh, wait, Alex Jones? Wait, 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 how did he get, you know, video uh, of Endgame 1.5 from a, a Phyllis Schlafly talking about Admiralty Law from a Council for National Policy meeting, and he said it was his crew that got that footage? How'd he get in there? Like, 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 you know, and then, and also he starts platform boosting me and many CMP people on his show and John Birch Society people throughout his show throughout, you know, at least the past two decades. You have John F. McManus, who was you know, the Jesuit, the head of the John Birch Society. Alex Jones had him on. And, ta- and now he talks about how his dad's John Birch Society and Trump's John Birch Society. He's the John Birch Society president, you know. And then he's putting on Joel Skousen, CMP, old Skousen family, CMP, uh, Mark Skousen, his brother, um, W. Cleon Skousen, his uncle. He helped form, you know, the, the CMP, and it was a big part of the John Birch Society. The whole Mormon aspect, the Mormon mafias, they call, you know, they were big, you know, so uh, Alex Jones is having Phyllis Schlafly on, America's grandmother, as I like to, to jokingly call her, who she helped form, you know, the CMP in 1981 and was a big part of the conservative oh. movement. And she even went to Craig J. Spence parties, part of the Franklin scandal. You know, America's grandmother were at these sex parties where there were underage, you know, uh, you know, teenage, you know, kids being raped there. You know, and, and and so there. I mean, there's new. I mean, there's numerous people I could name that are in that CMP nexus that Alex Jones has put forth as people speaking the truth. And and it, it's it's concerning because this is hidden from 95 percent of the truth movement. People have never heard of of, of these groups at all. Hmm. Richard, no, ever. they haven't. No. Not at all, and I mean I've been looking to these things for about ten, ten odd years now, and that is the first I'd heard it heard of it when you guys are putting it. But something that popped up there were so many questions I wanted to ask you along the lines there. Um, something that popped up there when you were talking about the um, CFR on on one leg and the CMP on the other leg. One goes really fast, so the CFR is kind of more in your face. Your Biden's your lockdown, your mask for a hundred days. I'm just going to tell you what I want you to do. A very Nazi fascist like. I ain't going to mess around. The other side seems to be more softly, softly. Now that to me seems like an abusive relationship between mm-hmm. two parents that go, "I'll play the good cop, I'll play the bad cop," and you'll just go, 
like on and off and on and off the brake and that seems to be like that gives you the false false belief that you have almost like an option and also when the fast goes for four years then the left comes in and it's slower you feel almost like <sighs> the abuse has stopped but it hasn't it's just slowed down so do you think that's kind of like they're set up in that way purposely to to give two different versions of abuse so one seems less severe than the other yes at least now in the modern representation of trump who is the chaos candidate so you could say that the truth movement weaponized Obama, and trust me, I'm no fan of Barack Hussein Obama in the slightest bit, all right? But they literally weaponized him to be the worst modern president the United States has ever had, okay? My opinion is George H.W. Bush. Mm. But, you know, George H.W. Bush was president for 12 years, technically, because Reagan was just a puppet. I mean, yeah. George H.W. Bush had his arm so high up Ronald Wilson Reagan's butt, you know, so— and I mean, look how you know evil the Bush family and the Bush dynasty is, and look how evil George H. W. Bush is, and 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 Iran Contra and everything. So, yeah. but anyway, so we used to in the Truth Movement, we used to know that it didn't matter what puppet they put in power, okay, that they, the puppeteers would power around. It didn't matter um, that they would still you'd still get your agendas through, all right. Mm -hmm. But with Trump, like you mentioned earlier about you know the mass mandate and lockdowns. Who put us under lockdown first, the United States? This Richard. is the point. Yeah, no, exactly. He's done it, but he's almost like gently done it. He's done the, the outcome exactly. the same. He did it for forty-five days, yeah. and then was like, ah, it's the states now. It's mm. the states that are doing it. It's not me. I, I didn't lock us down for forty-five days. It's the states. They did the same thing in this country. They made local governments and even teachers make decisions. To pressure them into making decisions, like head teachers of, of getting vaccinated in the schools or you can't come here unless you wear a mask. They made the teachers make the decisions that really they were told to make. But it didn't seem as if they were making decisions. We're going to let you have make these decisions and then therefore you've got to take the blame. And that's I believe that's what you're kind of describing there. Yes, yes, exactly. Hands off. You know, I did it mm. for 45 days, but don't re don't remember that. Don't remember that I locked down the country for 15, then 30, and Steve Bannon wanted it to be a complete lockdown for 30 days. CNP member Steve Bannon. Oh no. Oh don't 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 don't, you know, don't don't look at that. And also don't look at, you know, Operation Warp Speed and how, you know, I, I'm equating it as a miracle from God in the mm. modern day Manhattan project. Um and, and Alex Jones is saying, "Well, the Trump vaccine Richard, well, that vaccine is going to be safe. It's 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 the Gates, Fauci vaccine. That one's the one that you got to watch out for. And it's like, what are you talking about? Our tax dollars paid for the Moderna vaccine and for the Pfizer vaccine. What different vaccine? What it's are you talking ridiculous. about? I said this. I was with my partner. Um, we just had a little one, and I remember getting that message through saying Trump's defunded the WHO, and I've gone straight away. He hasn't defunded the WHO. He's rerouted the, the money through a different avenue and in a day or two later the money goes into gavi like, yeah it's the same fucking money he's just put a different name on the check and it's like but people fall for it and i'm i mean i'm not i'm in england it's not something that most people would understand in this country but it, it was so clear that he didn't re, re he didn't defund them he rerouted it yeah it, it's bizarre isn't it that people can't see these quite obviously glaring sidesteps it's just like a square dance yeah and it is, and that's what it is, the, especially now where it's manifests itself in more – especially this is – you know, the truth movement is controlled, in my opinion, by the John Burr Society, by the Council for National Policy, 
I mean, it's got a lot of a lot of also roots too with Scientology too as well. It's ridiculous. Absolutely, but, absolutely. I'm glad you said but that. Cause... Pushing those things forward, you know, it's all and and then you even have Alice Bailey, which I you know I call her you know the the mother of the modern day truth movement, and that you know she's like well the externalization of the hierarchy and and we're the good guys and and you see that with Flynn. You see that with, 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 you know, you have Archbishop Vagano. You have people literally saying, well, Pope Francis, the Jesuit Pope, um, you know, he's horrible. And, and look, I'm no fan of – I'm not Catholic. I'm no fan of Jesuit Pope, you know, Francis either, okay? But this Archbishop Vagano, because he's, you know, saying – he's talking about the Great Reset in a negative light, mm -hmm. and he's talking about from darkness to light and using all these terms and tickling everybody's ears, right? He's our guy. All of a sudden, the Catholic Church is is, is good again. It, it's good. It's it's yeah, you know yeah. make the Catholic Church great again. You know, so it's kind of like the, the this the, the truth movement. Did it was it was it always co opted? In my opinion, sadly, yes. Was it always? How do I put it? Were there some genuine people in it? Yeah, I think there were. Were there people you have like operatives, opportunists, and true believers? Okay, so you have operatives that are paid by governments to steer the truth movement or work directly for the government in some shape or form. All right, um, then you have uh, opportunists who will sell out for you know just because they want to make money, mm. and then you have true believers of people that are duped that really believe what they believe is they're doing is right, but they're not. The world order is just steering them in a certain direction. So, with the truth movement. Did all of this, if they made it from this very inception, the world order did, was did all of it lead up to Trump and the QAnon phenomenon and them literally saying, oh, it's all these bad guys over here, but we're good. We're in the light. We've never done anything wrong. Trump's a god emperor. He's a great man. He's not owned by Israel or the Vatican or <laughs> Russia. Oh, none of that. No, no, no. Trump's a godly man who wants the best for you, and he'll take care of you, and he'll be everything to you. So what is it, John? Is it, it is, was it because your dad done it? You wrote, said it earlier. You said that there was a point where you did buy into a lot of this stuff, and you were following the Alex Jones of the world, and you, and you. But there was a point where it didn't make sense, and then you, but you, you didn't. Your ego didn't get in the way, and you didn't go. That's not what I choose to believe. You actually went, okay, that makes more sense. And there's not many people that can do that. Just go lower their ego and go. Yeah. Actually, everything I've looked into now, and all these notes I've made, and all of this, it's nonsense. I'm looking for, do you know what I mean? What was it about that you was able to go, oh dear, I've been duped and now I'm going to look into there and then maybe I might need to switch again because a lot of people won't do that. They, especially, and the QAnon thing is a, is a, is a glaring um, example of that. No matter what you say, it's still cognitive dissonance. I'm not going to tell you, Richard, that there isn't like, I have like firm beliefs, you know, on certain things. It just, it, it takes a lot of evidence, but it, it, when enough evidence is presented to me, when enough evidence that I can verify myself, that I can back up, that other people that I trust verify, then I go, hold on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Something's wrong here. So it was the same with Alex Jones where I went and researched, you know, is 9-11 an inside job? My dad used to believe it, so maybe it's true. I went and looked, and it was. Then I realized that Trump wasn't our guy and the CMP was real because I, I, I started looking into it. One, I mean, I, I, I 
pushed it away first. I was like, no, 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 no. But I always kept it in the back of my mind. I always kept it back there, I guess. And then I realized something was wrong. I mean, I mean, when Trump appointed Wilbur Ross, right, the Rothschild banker that bailed his Atlantic casino out, you know, it's like, <laughs> I know, it's like something, huh? I was like, like he wait, bailed what? you out in the early nineties, and I actually told some QAnon supporters that or followers that you do realize that Wilbur Ross was the head of Rothschild Bank, the bankruptcy arm of Roth, the Rothschilds Bank, and he bailed out Trump. Who do you think owns Trump? And obviously, there's higher levels than the Rothschilds, but they won't have it, will they? No, nah, they won't. They won't have any of it. And I mean, there's been a lot of chaos magic and psychological warfare manipulation through Cambridge Analytica. I mean, you know, the Mercers, CMP, mm -hmm. uh, they, they funded Cambridge Analytica. Steve Bannon, CMP, started it with the Mercers. Mike Flynn was on the you know board of Cambridge Analytica, CMP. I mean, they ran, I mean, the QAnon operation, in my opinion, is, collect, is a collection of operatives. My belief, it's, it's Stanley McChrystal, Former four-star general with Michael Flynn, uh, three-star lieutenant general. At you know, at the, there's people people above them. We don't really know who's above them, but they're at the top. So you got the Mercers, you got Steve Bannon, uh, you have a Jerome Corsi, um, you have um, I'm probably forgetting some people. Um, you know, at the kind of like the mid-level, like behind, below Flynn. You have Robert David Steele. Uh, people that are below Flynn um, and McChrystal, but they're pushing. They they're in the they're somewhat in the know. All right, yeah. and then you have you know Thomas Schoenberger who's giving the um, you know kind of like what they call the, the 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 crumbs to the bakers, pushing out the narrative of Q. So you have you know your Tracy Beans, your um, pamphlet anon, your Brooke describe. Um, you know, pushing those Q narratives. And, and, and a lot of them could have been, you know, Jordan Sather, a lot of them could have been true believers, not mm -hmm. all of them, but I'm sure some of them were that really thought that they were doing what was best for their country and really thought Trump was their guy and Flynn was a patriot. And then it turns out that, 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 that that's not true. And so, you know, now you have Flynn literally calling for martial law because of a rigged election. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, what it's, what election, what, you know, what election has it been rigged, you know? And then on top of that, uh, it's a selection, you yeah. know? So it's like, why, why, why are we tearing the country apart for a president that was for Israel and not for us? The point is, I don't get it. it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, it doesn't. So. And, and someone like Alex Jones would have come out for many, many years and say, uh, presidents are, uh, are selected, not elected, same as prime ministers. And then now... He's gone all the way over the other side, and he's just the biggest example I can think of. But there's many others have gone. You know what I mean? You know better than the you know the game here. What dragged someone like Alex into that five years ago? Because there was a complete turn of this is just they're all one percent, and they don't doesn't matter who you vote in, and and we and uh, they're the elites. And, and Gareth's been asking the same question, Gareth like as well repeatedly lately. It's like you know better than this. So what has happened? I mean, look at Steve Pachinik poking um, David Knight in the eyes, you know? Well, what, what am I? I mean, what am I? Steve Pachinik was a long-term council and foreign relations member. Probably still is. Former State Department, you know? When do we start When do we start trusting spooks, Richard? That's mm -hmm. my question to you, is when do we start trusting spooks? Steve Pachinik, Robert David Steele, they claim they're ex-spooks, like, like Bill Benny. 
all these people that are pushing these QAnon um, platitudes and Trump's the God Emperor. Like, like why? Like, that was never a big part. Like, people in the truth movement always looked at these people, even government whistleblowers with a very skeptic eye and an eye raised, right? You know, mm. you'd be like, oh, you're government whistleblower. Why did they let you live? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And you mentioned Scientology there. I'm, I, so I've actually interviewed Robert David still um, about six, seven months ago, and um, I, I don't buy into any of the Q nonsense and, and stuff. Mm. And he's a f- former, apparently, a former spy. How how you've become a former spy, I don't know. It's like becoming, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. not something you can stop doing, in my opinion. Um, but... Um, you mentioned earlier, and I thought this, this was the first person who has mentioned this, there's a Scientology a- a element to this. These doctors for the frontline doctors, I, I believe mm-hmm. that's American frontline doctors, yes. Reeks of Scientology to me. Mm-hmm. Reeks of it. Just the, just the way, from a filmmaker's point of view, the way they look, the way they're dressed, the way the cameras are, the, they have a certain sheen, Netflix-looking sheen to about it, where everything's in focus. And I know it might sound weird, but they have a certain way of presenting themselves. And to me, that reeked of Scientology to me. And also, if just because you're a doctor, it doesn't mean I need to see you in your doctor's gown on telly. Yeah. I get it. I yeah. get you're a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that reeks of Scientology to me. And you're the first person that's brought up, I think Neil's mentioned it in the past, and mentioned also there's a little element of some of these um, stand-up X. Um, demonstrations in the UK that have a Scientology connection there mm-hmm. as well. We know that um, L. Ron Hubbard had connections to Alistair Crowley as well. He mm-hmm. followed Crowley quite well. Um, there's these all these connections go back to this kind of dark black magic Satanism as well. Um, we've just seen Tom Cruise lose his shit as well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, we like he's just copied David Miscavige and just done a David Miscavige. Um, there is definitely a Scientology element to this. What is your take on that? Because you're the first person I've heard mention it. Very much so. Um, uh, the CMP is cozy with Scientology, which you think is they can say that they claim that they are a uh, Christian organization. Oh, let, no, let me take that back. A Judeo-Christian organization. Okay. Um, that they, fla- they, they, they fraternize with Scientology, but they also fraternize with the Unification Church and the, the Reverend Sung Mung Moon and the Moonies too as well very deeply. But, you know, we can touch on that maybe later. But... Um, so Josh Reeves, in, in one of his most recent documentaries, The Spellcasters, laid out uh, Trump's connections and the CMP connections to Scientology and the connections of the truth movement to Scientology. Mm. Um, who do you think gave us the first uh, Freedom of Information Act requests about chemical warfare and biological warfare being used in the United States uh, public during the 1960s? Who do you think did that? Wouldn't have a clue, maybe. Church of Scientology. Did that? The Church of Scientology. Yes, yeah. Church of Scientology. Yeah. So and and so you know I, I and look I I'm, I'm glad to have those Freedom of Information Act request information. Don't get me wrong, but you kind of you kind of once you, you realize that you're kind of like wait 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 what you know, and then as much as I used to greatly respect Jim Mars, I've seen enough evidence. Jim Mars was either directly a Scientologist or he was a free zoner or he 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 was just too cozy with them. You know, Josh Josh Reeves in his, his movie The Spellcasters talks about um someone that he had knew uh that Tom Cruise had um Jim Mars's books in his house. Now how Scientology works is unless it's Scientology approved, mm. ebooks ain't gonna be in someone's house, especially Tom Cruise's house, all right? So that was one thing that was interesting. Another thing is interesting about Jim Mars 
is that he won. Okay, so there was, um, I think it's the Citizen. Let me look. The, the International Citizens Commissions on Humans Right. Let me look up the front group for Scientology. Because uh, I've always had this thing while you're doing that, this Scientology, all of this fate and nonsense, all this stuff about volcanoes and that was just a front really i don't think i don't think the ones at the very top believe any of this i think this is just kind of yeah. almost like a, a a cartoon that they put out to cover themselves underneath very much so so it's the citizens commission commission on humans right international um so they're put forth by the church of scientology in a, a former a psychiatrist named uh, thomas zazas um and they were founded in 1969 and they are a scientology front group so um Jim Mars would win awards for them frequently and go speak to them. Okay. So would Alex Jones. Right. So would Mike Adams. And just talk about how great they were and how great Scientology was. And then Jim Mars went around on a publicity tour pushing Battlefield Earth, saying it was one of the greatest books that he's ever read. And he was being paid to do so. And he went on Jeff Rince's show and was talking about it. And then when Alex Sakaris of Skeptico asked Jim Mars about being a Scientologist, Jim Mars kind of, he kind of just was like, no, 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 you know, and he kind of just like, you know, dodging the question. And then when asked again, kind of gave a weak no. All right. So, I mean, there's even more. I'm probably leaving out things. But I've seen enough. So you have, you know, Jim Mars is one of the most re renowned conspiracy theorists and authors. I mean, I own a new, uh, I still own a lot of his books. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But to realize that, it's like, wait, what? You know, like he's like, there's speeches of him and the Citizens Commission of Human Rights, you know, saying how much great work that they're doing. And look, I'm no fan of, you know, of psychiatry either. From a Christian perspective, but to sit here and praise a Scientology front group for their work, it's like, what? You know, like I would never do such a thing. I would never go accept a Scientology, you know, yeah. award for any. It's not, it's something that you, is it? And it's something that he knew. It wasn't like he showed up, they gave him an award, and he didn't know. He knew. So, I mean, there, it's just. There's a lot of Scientology money once you start following, you know, following the money, as they say, that flows in. Like, like they'll take Turning Point UK, for example, and John Mappin, and you know, Camelot Castle and everything. John Mappin mm. was a financier for Turning Point UK. And of course, Turning Point USA is run by Charlie Kirk, Council for National Policy member, who was given seed money by CNP President Foster Freeze. And, and so John Mappin is, 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 you know, giving money to Turning Point UK and he's pushing the QAnon narrative and the Scientologists are obsessed with QAnon. OK, that makes There's books sense, written yeah. about it that Trump is the savior of this, Scientology against the deep state. This is what I said. And I said this to I don't know who I was actually speaking to a couple of days ago. I think it was. Um, um, I really can't remember, actually. Oh, it was um, the Ryan Christian last american vagabond i said yes. i feel like they they that was what drew trump in they promised him the messiah i'm the solomon's temple in the middle east the prophecies and all of this nonsense mm -hmm. and you're going to be the one and i feel like his ego maybe got the best of him maybe he knew deep down it was a nonsense or or, or 
maybe I'm just mate. I'm I'm just clutching at straws. But to me, it almost felt like that. Now he's got his head down and he's looking down and he's all looked a bit like they've let him down, chucked him out. Um, but there was a very much a Scientology prophecy element to all of this and that Camelot Castle thing that you, anything with the word Camelot in it, I think it'll run a mile from it. Um, that Camelot Castle thing, I've seen some, some of my, the people that I've interviewed get really wrapped up into that, that, that nonsense and that, that, that one about the guy who was the real true king of England. And that uh, that had signed, Hallett, King that, John III. That's it. Had Scientology all over it for me as yes, well. Yes, yes, um, and and it seems to be that, that that they're running chaos magic and psychological operations, you know, on the American people and in the truth movement. Scientology's been with the truth movement for a very long time, very long time. So then you got to start thinking, well, what does that mean? Does this come you into? Know? Sorry, Johnny, you just asked so many questions in my head because. A lot of things like this doesn't they don't sit right with me. And a lot of this about ancient aliens, is this tied into Scientology? In a, in any kind of way or In my it... belief, yes. Um I, okay, so um let me bring up my information that I have on it. So again, here's another it seems to be that the CMP and the John Birch Society and these right the right wing of the world order. They have an obsession with UFOlogy, and they have an obsession with steering the UFO movement. Okay, mm -hmm. and yeah, the ancient aliens does again. Yet you're right. I, I haven't, you know, got any proof that I. I it's my intuition. My intuition is yeah. telling me that it, there's something, you know, there's something there. Okay, and I, 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 there has to be. And I, and so, but I guess that's something I want to mention is, um, you ever heard of the, um. You ever heard of the Noetic Sciences? Um, and it was put, you know, the Noetic Science Institute by chance? Nope, that's Richard at me. all? No, no, I haven't. How'd you spell that? Oh, uh, let me get it. I'm trying to find the Noetic uh, Sciences Institute of Noetic Sciences. N O E T I C. So yep. Oh. Okay, so the Institute of Noetic Sciences is an American nonprofit parapsychological research institute. It was co-founded in, in 1973 by former astronaut Edgar Mitchell, along with investor Paul Nathaniel Temple Jr. Okay, so the, you ever heard of the Templeton Group? And they, they finance a lot of, uh, of the right wing of the world order, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the Temples uh, do. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So you have the Institute of Noetic Sciences received significant funding from um, the Templeton Group, whose founder, John Templeton, uh, was once the president of the Council for National Policy. The Templeton Group has also funded the Cato Institute, Freedom Watch, America Enterprise Institute, Atlas Economic Research Foundation, the Manhattan Institute, the Big Conversation Show, the McLaughlin Group, Milton Friedman, and Walter E. Williams. Paul Nathaniel Templeton, Paul Nathaniel Temple Jr. helped fund the Fellowship Foundation, which is part of the family, you know, the family and the fellowship. Yeah. It was a core member of the fellowship. Current projects include asking people to import their data from 23andMe to determine if they have psychic genes, also known as psi genes. Okay, yep. Uh, uh, human, uh, the human, human potential movement, uh, virtual reality experiments, meditation studies, psychic performance, remote viewing, meditation retreats, consciousness studies to see if they can affect health and physical matter, using social media data to predict future events with artificial intelligence, and the infamous Global Consciousness Project. Dan, Dan Brown's book, The Lost Symbol, was about the Institute of Noetic Sciences and the history of Freemasonry within the founding of the United States and paints Freemasons as actually the good guys. 
Right. The Lost Symbol was not made into a movie, unlike Dan Brown's other books. So, and actually, that's what I knew about the Noetic Science Institute because I read the Lost Symbol many, many years ago before I was even researching the CMP. So the CMP, who again puts himself out there as a Christian organization, why are they so interested in kind of like this extreme woo-woo, you know? It, it doesn't sit right with me. There's something mm -hmm. wrong here, you know? So, and then we haven't even got to the CMP for, forming kind of like an offshoot of, of the Knights of, of Malta called the, the uh, Florida Priory of the Knights of Malta down there in Florida, where they LARP as Knights of Malta. You have General Boykin, Counts for National Policy, remember, uh, being down there. And so they LARP as Knights of Malta, and and, and, and and they even got sued by the real Knights of Malta, but the real Knights of Malta lost the lawsuit right. because they proved that they were part of the Knights of Malta. Okay. So they're down there, and, and they are obsessed with, like, weird ancient artifacts and they're obsessed with the spear that's, that's, you know, the old mythos of the spear that pierced Jesus. Mm, yes, I've heard about this, yeah. But they're not, they're not really obsessed with that spear. They're obsessed with the, allegedly obsessed with the hole the spear produced, if you get my drift. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's this weird, like you mentioned earlier with L. Ron Hubbard and, and uh, Parsons, Jack Parsons, and them yep. doing Babylon working. It's the same thing throughout, you know, you you always roll, roll, run down back to the black magic, the chaos magic, you know, you always come back to that with these things. So it's Jack Parsons so. is also connected to Von Braun. So there's yes, also Werner von Braun. So there's always the connections here. So you keep popping up as a CMP, Jesuits, NASA. Yeah, yeah. The Black Nobility, Jesuits especially, yeah. like the as you said, as the Jesuits, the amount of astronauts that were Je Jesuits. I know for um, Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg went was a Jesuit cadet. He was in Scouts, the Jesuit Scouts. And then you got mm -hmm. the Mega Group. Mm -hmm. Trump's part of the Mega Group. Spielberg's mm -hmm. part of the Mega Group. I mean. These things, there is a really weird Scientology type sheen to it all. And I just keep getting coming back to that same thing is that there is this kind of obsession with sci fi weird. Edge yeah, it's, to it. it's 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 really weird and, and, and like it's all it's kinda of reminds me of how they talk about fallen technology. But at the same time, even though they're unveiling it to you, they're also romanticizing it as well, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this, this, and I'm going to take a controversial stance here. Now, I'm not for the COVID-19 vaccine in the slightest bit, all right? I think it's going to cause autoimmunity issues. Yeah. I think it's going to cause, you know, it's going to elevate TH1 cell differentiation. It's going to cause Guillain-Barre syndrome and, 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 and through the body reacting to the spike protein. Um, it, it's, just, it's not going to be good. But I started noticing a few things, and I'm going to tie this back into the CMP. And you mentioned America's Frontline Doctors earlier, you know, and, and there seems to be a group that are saying, well, the vaccine's going to change your DNA and you're going to lose your connection with God. And it's alien technology, it's fallen technology, and that's what they're using. And, and you'll be damned, you'll be lost, you'll never have a connection with God the Father ever again. Okay. And that, and that is the mark of the beast, too. 
even you have non-Christians even saying it's, it's the mark of the beast. And the the way the mRNA works is, is messenger RNA has a very, very, very difficult time, Richard, of getting back into the nucleus of the cell and being able to, you know, add back, you know, the, the coding back into the DNA. Like there's so many enzymes to like, I don't think that's what this is going to do at all. It, it could, but I seriously doubt it. All right. It's more to drive the body to attack its own cells to make, you know, make autoimmunity appear or, or, or make autoimmunity worse, worsen. Okay, that's the main job of this vaccine. You say that, and something that popped up for me is autoimmune issues. Now, I keep bringing up Michael Jackson in a lot of things in a really weird mm -hmm. way, but Michael Jackson was diagnosed with lupus in the early yes. 80s. That's why yes. his skin went white. Eventually, mm -hmm. I think they was to. I, I genuinely think they were testing things on some on Michael Jackson during the years. He was very close to Spielberg, by the way. Towards the end, mm -hmm. after they had a massive field out, Dave Geffen, Mega Group, these guys. I think he was a, a test puppet through the years. This lupus autoimmune problem. I think you've you, you've hit the. You've really brought up something very important there. Our immunity, and I think War of the Worlds was about this as well. Our immunity is the thing that separates us from maybe these inbred bloodlines that they they're jealous of they don't have our immunity that we do and they, that seems to be the attack consistently for all the gmo foods through 5g mm. 60 gigahertz they want they're trying to attack our immunity and i keep saying to people are we superhuman to them possibly there could be and i wouldn't use the word superhuman but we could be different maybe they're the, the, maybe they have the fallen genetics maybe their genetics are more corrupted because you know they 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 have nephilim uh, remnants mm. um i mean it, it's just possible um it's it's possible yeah i mean it's it's definitely possible um and and, and so i think that's what the vaccine's going to end up doing is it's just and the thing is, is let me ask you this now I've been, you know, researching vaccines and in, in the ilk of them for, for for a long time now. I remember, like, if there was an issue with the vaccine, um, you would have to go to like some, you know, back alley of the internet digital ghetto to like some website, and then they might, you know, post a local news story about you know, someone having adverse, severe adverse reaction to a vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. Like it would be like, you'd have to like really search out for it. Okay. Sure. Well, now you have the mainstream media putting it all out there, you know, yeah. you know, you know, just, you know, just, you know, revealing it to the masses, you know, and like I've never seen anything like this, Richard. And, and people are like, well, it's a great awakening. It's a good thing. And I'm like, I don't. Something doesn't sit right to me no, about this. There's something it. wrong with this. Yeah. Uh, am, am I wrong? Or no, no, I agree with you. It, it's too out there. I, I totally agree with you. And any sudden changes in behaviour, I'm suspicious of. Agree. I don't understand and, it. I can't claim to understand what's going on. But there's too. Yeah. It's too. It's too much. And yeah, it, it's. It, these psychopaths seem to to satellite. I call it satelliting. They always do it over the top, mm, to the mm -hmm, nth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's exactly what's happening here. I, I, I genuinely believe that the vaccine is horrific and it's going to kill a lot of people or maim a lot of people. But yeah. I agree, the reporting on it is a bit bizarre. I totally agree. I don't understand it. What is your take on what you think is going on? I think it's the whole, and then, you know, circle back to, you know, the CMP pushing the Great Awakening. You have the Great Reset and the Great Awakening. I actually think they're both one and the same. Right. Um, and I think it's to you know, put all your hate on George Soros, put all your hate on Bill Gates, even though Warren Buffett is the puppeteer to Bill Gates. 
push all your hate on these people that we tell you to hate, like Emmanuel Goldstein in 1984, okay? And we're going to get rid of them. And when we get rid of them, we're going to institute a new love and light. Everything's good. You know, we might do a, an economic reset too, but you got to pledge allegiance to us. Okay, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. It's going to be great. You know, we got rid of all the bad guys. There are, there are, we don't worry. You know, we're, we're the good ones. It's all, it's all good. It's all, it's all fine. Don't, don't worry. And, you know, you know, it's people have their different views about it. You know, some people think it's going to, you know, be the, 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 um, the, um, the, them switching to like the Noah Hyde laws and stuff like that and everything. Like people have their own different opinions of what that outcome may be. But I think, I think that's what it is. I think, I think, I think they're unveiling all of this stuff to get us to rebel because they want us to rebel, to take down the quote unquote old world order and then install the new world order. But the new world order is going to come as love and light and we're here to help and we love you and there's aliens and hidden technology yeah, and look how great it is and then it's not it's a it's hell on earth more than the old world order was yeah so. i agree the book i'm writing at the moment is um it's called the um the greater good and it's about as covid19 being used to bring in basically what is scientism and I agree yes. is kind of what you're suggesting there is basically we're going to believe live in a it will be a brave new world type world. It'll be scientism and medical martial law and the gods will be the the doctors and the scientists and all of this stuff. That to me is kind of what you're saying and everything will be very sterile and every, you know. But it'll, but it'll be the American frontline doctors, though. That's this is what I'm is, saying. Yeah, it, it'll be them. But, you know, we got rid of the bad doctors, you know. Don't worry, we've reformed the FDA and the CDC and everything, and Fauci's gone. Don't don't worry about that. And I'm not going to say 100% that this is going to happen, but this is something that quite a few people have been saying, and I kind of agree with them. I kind of agree that that might, you know, because we always were taught, because think about it, if they control the truth movement, we were always taught the Great great Awakening was good, right? And you have the Matrix and take the red pill and then pushing all that chaos magic on 4chan, you know, with Pepe and Keck and take the red pill and Alice in Wonderland and come out of the rabbit hole, like all of that, right? Go down the road, all of that. We're taught it's a good thing to know all this stuff, that we're enlightened, that we're better than the rest of the world, you know, and everything. And so... When they expose it to the rest of the world, what 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 is that going to do? You know, and look, I'm not trying to say that the old world order is a good thing. It's not. I test it with that, you know, every you know every fiber of my being. But I don't want to replace the old with old world order with a you know put lipstick on a pig. Yeah, I, I don't want that. You know, and I don't think you want that either. You know. No, I get. I agree with you. I, I said this to other people. If they've got, what we're doing is we're looking for them to offer us. So they come with something, we're going, don't really want that. And then we sit back and go, what you got? And they'll come with another thing and offer us that. But it's, the whole point is that whatever they offer us is only going to be for their own good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter because you're going, please, sir, can I have some more, like um, Oliver? And that's what I think, that they, they know that. They know that actually we don't know what to do unless we're offered options. Yeah. And so that's what they've done is is they've pushed everybody to their limits you know and here in america they're trying to start a second american civil war so they push everybody to trust the science virtue signal all the time Mm. you know you know kind of like the progressive you know the average progressive person right then you have the average conservative person where it's it's you know i reject everything 
Trump's our guy. I'm for martial law. Bring it now. You know, Alex Jones is going to be the Pied Piper to the FEMA camps, right? The Pied Piper to martial law. No one ever saw coming that he was going to be the one that was going to call for it, right? Well, it's happening. And Josh Reeves yeah. saw it, and he's been saying it for a decade. So, and so that that's where we're at. It's kind of like these two conflicting, you know, trust no science or trust no science, trust all the science where there has to be some good science out there. Like of there course. has to be some good research yeah. out there. But since we're so polarized that it comes to the point where everybody's at each other's throats and while we're attacking each other, the world order is just sitting back and going, well, <laughs> I did my job, you mm. know? And so that's, everybody is so ruled by emotion. Everybody is so against each other's throats. It's like 5G. I am no fan of non-native EMF radiation when I when I talk about this, okay? It's either 5G is perfectly safe or 5G is going to extinct humanity. Mm. Yeah. I'm yeah. somewhere where, well, is it going to be worse? Likely, yes. Is it going to make people more ill? Yes. Is it going to cause mitochondrial dysfunction and mitochondrial damage compared to 4G? Yes. But so did 4G. So did yeah. 3G. So did 2.4, so did 5 gig, you know, gigahertz. Now, are WiMAX routers worse that cover a whole apartment building? Yes. When you live in New York City, do you got, you know, hundreds of those things going? Yes. But is it going to kill everyone? Well, no. Is it perfectly safe? <laughs> no, either. It, it, and do I want 5G? No. But to say that it's going to extinct people and scare the, the crap out of them, just like with the vaccine, it's going to separate you from God. It's, 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 it's going to be the mark of the beast. Come on, as a true, as people in the truth, we got to do better. Hmm. We, we 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 got we can't. You we can barely con convince people that 9-11 is an inside job. Yeah. How are we going to convince them of anything else? And 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 look, even if they're unveiling everything, you know, I'm going to be sitting here and saying, yeah, they might be telling you the truth. Look, Epstein's going down, and John John Luke Brunel's going down, and Nygaard's going down, and everything's being exposed. And yes, these people deserve to go to jail for their numerous crimes. Don't get me wrong. But when I'm sitting here and I'm saying, well, yeah, this is happening, but don't trust Flynn. Don't trust Trump. Don't trust Boris Johnson. You know, don't trust any of that Q nonsense. JFK Jr.'s dead. He's not alive. Okay. I'm, they're going if, to, if it gets to that point, I'm not saying it is. If there is a civil war, I'll be dragged out of my house by, fe you know, by fellow truth movement people or fellow conservatives because I don't trust the plan. Hmm. And it's like we were always told that it was going to be the U.N. We were always going to told that it was going to be the Blue Helmets. We we're always going to told that that was what was going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be them. I think I, I mean, do you understand what I'm saying, Richard? I know it's complex and no, I know it's, no, I it's tough so. to wrap your head around it. But even sometimes I have to self-reflect and think about it, man. It's, it's tough, but I think they live off the fear. I, I, I think either it's the mainstream media or even the truth movement. A lot of people love to live off the fear and they love to push that. It's going to be the worst thing in the world. And if that's the case, then are we no better than, are we no better than the fourth estate media and, you know, and scientism? Like, are we any better? You know, I mean, I, I don't know what you mean. I mean, are we creating a psychology and a psychosis ourselves through the truth movement that's no better than not knowing about any of this stuff at all? Is that kind of what you're saying? 
Yes. And in some ways, wouldn't it be kind of better for us just to live our lives and try to talk to people who are open to the information and try just to, you know, try to, to, to build better families and build better communities and have them know, you know, what's going on to the different levels that they're able to understand what's going on. I mean, would it be better for us to try to take it back, th- you know, through that way, if that's even possible, you know, of not necessarily take it back per se, but at least just get people prepared instead of, you know, us, you know, screaming from the top of the lungs to burn down the 5G towers because they're going to end humanity, <laughs> you mm. know, and, and like, I'm not saying that again. And that's the thing is, is people will say, well, John, you're a shill for the 5G and you're a shill for the coronavirus vaccines. And I'm not. It's just I sometimes I wonder if the, the polarity is harming, if it's doing a lot of harm. You know, I mean, I remember waking up to and even using the term waking up. You know, it's I, I remember learning about all this stuff and just being scared crapless that they're going to come door to door and drag me out when I first learned about it. You know, yeah. where does that get you? Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. And I've had these feelings for a long time myself is is that the fear that you get from looking to this stuff is no better than the fear that you get without knowing it or that they're putting on the mainstream media it's a different type of different flavor of fear and i, I totally get what you're saying um one thing i wanted to ask you is obviously someone who's christian um i'm not in any religion but I, I i don't think it really matters at all i i believe that if we understood where we would come from before we were born and where we go through go to after we died none of this would be possible and i think they're the biggest the two biggest bits of conspiracies ever the two biggest conspiracies can be there's that you don't know where you come from and you don't know where you're going to go and it's like having no sides on the bookshelf everything Mm -hmm. just falls off i feel like if we knew that and i i do genuinely believe that's been kept from us um everything would be different and I feel like no matter what we do in the truth movement or, or looking at these stuff, we're still within the, you know, in the confines of the game. And I just genuinely think if we knew where we came from and where we're going, we wouldn't have the fear to be able to be manipulated with. We would just go, all right, well, I'm here then. What's this about? Yeah, but I'm going to look at it through a Christian lens in that um, I think we, I, I think God gave us, you know, w- w- we a couple of things one we have free will so we you you, you can't know everything with having free will because that would that would that would negate in a lot of you know because it would negate faith wouldn't it because yes you can't have faith without with knowing you have to yes do you know what this belief the belief needs to come without the knowledge of it yes so yeah, I, I think that would negate that and i understand what you're saying as far as um, and I would say those answers, you know, me being a Christian, I would say those answers that, that you seek are in the Bible. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, yep. and I, and I mean, that, that, that's because my religion is Christianity. That's how I'm going to look at it, you know, but I, I, I can understand what you're saying though. However, that they, they kind, they're even doing it on a, on, on a, on a micro level. Okay. Where my ancestry is French and Scottish, mm-hmm. but majority of us have even forgot, like they don't even like, I remember when I went to my grandfather right before he died, and I was like, let me see your genealogy research because I want to share it with my children. He about broke down and cried. You know, people don't even really know their families at this point from any level. They don't even know where they come from based off of that, you know. And it's only going to get worse in the future. It's it's only going to get worse that we're going to be further separated for knowing, you know, who we are, you know, and – and so I, I think that is by design. I think they want everybody to kind of just be 
like a number, you know, and and, and not have any personal uh, semblance of identity. I think they are they want that. Um, so, I mean, does that answer your question in any way? No, you know? it does. And I think that what you said about the numbers straight away, my mind comes binary. You're either a one or a zero. And mm-hmm. there's your options in the world. And I think that's probably what they want to get it down to, is that you either become a one or a zero. You, there's your choice. You have a choice, but be a one or a zero. And I think people that try and do this work, genuinely try and do this work, and I think most people are genuine. They, we all get lost along the way. Mm-hmm. Sit somewhere in the middle, and they don't really know... You can get really lost in this stuff, and and this can be very ostracizing. And people that look into this stuff, and I'm sure you felt it along the years as well. Yeah, you do start so. to end up going, I have no friends, I can't talk to anyone. Everybody pisses me off because I know I I can't talk to people. My language. What is, is that? What is that by design? Though? Well, this is what I'm saying. Is it kind of like a um, Tower of Babylon situation? Can you just do you know what I mean? Your language is different because I can talk to you about yeah. this stuff and you seem to know far more than I do in most aspects but I can talk to you because yeah. we speak the same language but very few people speak that language but then again is it a blessing or a curse to know this stuff <laughs> you know and, 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 and I've reached to the point now where it's like um, you know a good friend of mine Emily Moyer she mentioned to me she goes they either want you. They either want you to 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 to. They they pretty much they want you to care, you know. They want you to be an extreme, where if someone like you know, if most people just kind of sit in the middle and they're kind of like, you know, it's like it's like it's it's like with five G. I will tell you all the dangers of non EMF and how you can you know and and how you can. Y- you maybe mitigate those dangers, okay? And 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 and, and if you want to know, have that knowledge. And then if you want to protest and stuff like that, I'll join you with that. I'll join you to talk about the the, the, the ilks of non-native EMF. But I'm not going to go burn down 5G towers. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. And I even I do think the burning of the 5G towers, majority of them were probably just to, to frame anybody who's against non-native EMF as an activist in bad light. All right? I'm pretty sure. But, you know, I... They 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 kind of want you to be always searching for the next new thing you didn't know. Yes. Because they and they always want you. Oh, that reminds to me be... of Hansel and Gretel. That does. Sorry, just straight in my head is Hansel and Gretel. No, you're right. And they yeah. always want you to be on emotion. Hmm. And that I mean, as much as social media has been good to have us connect to people all over the world. I mean, we're using Skype right now to talk, Richard. It's also been a negative too because many people do it anonymous. You can't look into the person. You can't have a conversation. You can't, you know. And so because of that, we give into feelings. Because of that, the worst of us, the fallen nature of us, can come out and disparage people that we normally wouldn't do that, you know. And, and it loses that human connection that two people have when they just sit down together and talk face to face, you know. And that's one of the worst things about this whole pandemic mm-hmm. was that they've moved into that even more now more than ever, you know, and, 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 and it's sad. So I, th- I think, I don't know, ho- hopefully I made sense. <laughs> no, <laughs> so everybody been... that's listening to Glitch and Code, hopefully I made sense because I know I've been rambling. No, 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 it's been absolutely stuff, but... fantastic. If you've got another 10 minutes, I just wanted to yes, speak yes, to you about, yes, um, about the Biden-Trump situation. Yes. Um, 
but no, it's been fantastic, and it's really nice to hear you talking about things more, because it's very good. It's good to get on here and talk about that person's connected to that person, that person's connected to that one person. But I think we sometimes lose ourselves within the information, yeah. And we don't talk about. Actually, I feel pretty shit about knowing some of this stuff. Yeah. I, I can't talk to anyone about this. Do you know what I mean? I want to maybe open that up a little bit more because I feel like that could get us back to okay, we don't need to argue about whether you think Trump's this or you think because that's not about you want the same thing I want. I want my family to feel safe. I want to feel safe, and I want I want everything to be okay. I just want people to stop fighting and stop arguing. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that's I have it. progressive friends that completely believe stuff ideology. That I don't believe in the slightest bit, but we're both able to have conversations on my channel about the world order because we recognize that both left or the right, it doesn't matter. They're all in bed with it, you know, and that used to be how the truth movement was. It's not anymore. No, no, it's not. And Q was the, the, the icing on the cake for that for me. Um, so let's talk about Trump and Biden now. I mean, yes. a good friend of mine, Amy, she's pointed out that both of them are Jesuits or Jesuit connected. So you're you're choosing between Jesuits. You obviously we know in the past you've had Bonesmen. Your choice yep. between Bonesmen. Yeah. Like yeah. in the UK we've got a choice between Keir Starmer or Boris Johnson, both Zionists. I mean it's not hard to work out that they all at the top join together and have a little party around the back. Um, that you've just said. So let me. What is your thought? What's going on here with with Trump and Biden? Because in my opinion away from the cameras and although i think biden's cognitively gone now i think he's actually genuinely ill yes well less as an act could be but i think he's genuinely not well yes um they know each other they know what's going on this is planned 20 years down um, previously this isn't something that's that's even happening it's all theater it's all wwe we know trump was in wwe we even know that linda mcmahon it was ended ended up in his um whatever you call it what you call it where they he ended up in the White House with him in the early days. The Small Business Administration. That's part. what she and she's seeing. The McMahons are CMP too. So well, I can see that. I can see Christian Zionism as well, and I can see mm-hmm. Scientology in in um, WWE for many many years. I was a big WWE fan. Probably. So was I. So was I. We could talk Huge. about that another day. I love I love wrestling. I absolutely. I love still do. Wrestling. I still do. I got that from my dad. Did you? I, I, I've I watched still it, love it years. Day, so. I have watched it years. But when you look back and you think. Christ, they were putting stuff in wrestling for years. The New World Order obviously was the most obvious one in WCW, but they even played the WCW WWE off against each other on Monday Night Wars. And I still think now, looking back, was the Bret Hart whole thing a charade without Bret Hart knowing it, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole thing was played out in WWE. So, guys, we, we won't go on a tangent with that, but go and watch wrestling from the uh, from the late nineties <laughs> because you will yeah. see a lot of this played out in in the, the WWE or WWF at the time versus w, uh, WCW because this whole left right paradigm was there. They even turn up at each other's different. I mean, Ted Turner, for Christ's sake, I'm sure he's probably CMP or somewhere down the line. He's horrific. Um, that was all a show. We know Vince McMahon and Ted Turner knew each other for a long time. So, as you say, it's all a show. And we'll get back to the question, Biden-Trump, do you think that that this is all just a play? And they do kind of know this was this is a long-term plan. And they kind of have connections. Maybe they don't talk in person, but they are communicating between the two sides. Do you, do you remember when um, uh, uh, Hillary and Trump roasted each other at the Alfred E. Smith Memorial Foundation dinner? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you remember, you know, Trump and the Clintons were friends for years and both yeah. connected to Jeffrey Epstein at the Hilt. And 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no. It's ridiculous, isn't it? There's, there's, there's no difference. There's no, there's no, there, there's no, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, they may, you know, they may, some, you know, there might be personalities that clash kind of like mob bosses, you know, or mobsters, you know, maybe Trump doesn't like Obama, you know, and may, you know, but they still have to get along with each other. You know, so I mean, I mean, and you are right, you know, Trump, major connections to Zionism, you know, you know, I mean, even Kushner um, has loans through um, George Soros with his brother, Joshua Kushner, Mm -hmm. um, Jared Kushner does. And uh, and Trump himself took out loans for the Trump Tower through Soros that we don't know have been paid back since the 2000s, you know, so it it, is so Trump major Zionist connections, Trump major Jesuit connections. um, And, you know, and so. You know, Trump's Jesuit train, Catholics, you know, Biden's a Catholic. And so, like you said, it's, you know, with the Bonesmen, it was Kerry and George uh, W. Bush, right? Both Bonesmen, whoever wins, we lose, right? Yeah. So there's no difference between Trump and Trump and Biden. You know, you might, again, you might get a Fabian socialist soft push more with the Trump administration. But where did Trump get us? So uh, Trump never uh, repealed the Patriot Act. Uh, Trump never yeah. put Hillary Clinton in prison or any. I mean, any. I mean, uh, they put one lawyer. I forgot. I even forgot his name. Uh, where Manafort, who's a crook as far as they come, you know, Manafort and Stone, you know, and, and Manafort went, is in prison. Flynn uh, pled guilty and then got a pardoned. Uh, so you know, I mean, and Roger Stone, part, you know, or, you yeah. know, pardoned. Um, so I mean, I, I don't even. I mean, I don't. At this point, what can be said to break the enchantment spell that was used by the chaos magic on the American people and people around the world to believe the QAnon operation is real, that Donald Trump, the God Emperor, who they call Cyrus the Great, is really our guy? You know, like, I mean, like, it's tough, man. It's, It's tough. Because people want people want a hero. But you did. I was never a Q guy. But you voted for him, didn't you? So there was you still broke it. You broke even that element. You broke. You you were so. What was it about that you were able to just go? Actually, this is bollocks. Again, it was me watching the Secret Right. I mean, maybe that's an antidote because it planted the seeds in my brain, and then I started seeing the the biggest thing for me that I was completely done was when he attacked the airfield in Syria. Because, you know, the, the, you know, I, Ivanka, daddy, I got videos of Assad gassing his own people. All right. And so that that was it. That I was I mean, I, that was when I was there was no hope It's done, son. I'm done. You know, and, and, and it's, I, I haven't looked back, you know, and, and there's been just more evidence. I mean, the lockdowns, Operation Warp Speed, mm. uh, Trump saying as far as guns in the first uh, second amendment, should I say, uh, a due process, uh, a, you know, take the guns first, due process second, uh, not coming against red flag laws, banning bumps, bump stocks to the point where the NRA was threatening. Yes, the NRA is counts for national policy control. Don't get me wrong, but it's that false thing where even they were going to pull their support for Trump. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have a uh, Wayne Law, Pierre, CMP, Oliver North, CMP, you know, the NRA CMP. Um, but it's it's just, I'm afraid. I mean, okay, this one last thing. I guess I guess to finish, we got time, Richard. One last thing. Yeah, no, you got as much time as you've got, mate. I'm fine. I'm enjoying this. It's great. Flynn's people are in the Department of Defense right now. So you have Chris Miller, you have Ezra Cohen, Watnick. You have uh, Cash Patel, 
Flynn is technically running, in my opinion, the Department of Defense right now without being the head of the Department of Defense. And he, even the guy on Newsmax asked him yesterday, you guys are you know, running the Department of Defense, you're right? And Flynn said, yeah, and then called for martial law, then said he didn't call for martial law in the same interview. Mm. Double speak. They all do double speak. They all do double speak. Mm. And um, so, and so, you know, now it comes out today that from Chris Miller, Secretary of Defense, the Biden transition team will no longer be getting any information or any briefings until the beginning of next year. What? Something's going up. Something. Are they really playing? Is this real? I mean, is is this really? I mean, look, I don't. I'm not scared of it. If this is it, this is it. I'm not scared. I fear no man. Is is it? Are they going to do some? Is this going to be some banana republic coup that people are going to be cheering as as Biden's thrown out? You know, not kept from the office and Trump's barricaded in. And is this what they're playing? Is this? Is I know that sounds ludicrous and it may not happen. It may not happen at all. But I don't know, man. I've I've starting to. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's really it's weird. Really weird. It's the weirdest. I said to to my partner Sam, we had a little boy this year. I said he was born in the weirdest year, not the most dangerous year, not the most horrific year. We've had world wars. We've had cold wars. We've had, but this has been the weirdest year probably ever on record. It's, it's and that's where it comes back to me. It's a sci-fi nonsense because this is just mental. If you wrote this down and told someone, if if. <sighs> Ten years ago, that this is going to happen, although David Icke tried to, and other people tried to, um, that this was going to happen, and I suppose they did. Then they'd have gone, "What the fuck? You're mental." But it's it is the weirdest year, and that's not going into the silly, ridiculous <sighs> Bitterman's chart of coercion and getting people to do stupid stuff to break their morale. Damn, but the thing is, just... is it. It didn't happen, Richard, in the way people thought it was going to, though. That's the thing is, is mm. we all thought it was going to be the globalist world order and the White Hats and the UN and there was going to be a clash and China and like the way it's happened this year. No one saw it coming, not in the manner of which it's unfolded itself. No one has seen it. And it, it's getting it's getting it's getting Subjective reality is breaking down from all the chaos magic and all the uh, the medic warfare. We're really entering the great reality reset. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's we're living in a clown world, mm. and yeah, I don't this... even know, really know what else to say. Well, you can't. The circus has come to town, and it's not going away anytime soon. And it's, it's for people that do this stuff. The very last question, as you say that. It, it does appear to me, and I, and I would get on, and I'd like to do some more research into this, that the, the, the truth movement, or whatever you want to call it, that was co-opted from the start. It was built from the start. That would make total sense to me. Of, of course, you're not going to leave un, any stone unturned. Do you think that there, there must be, like us, there, there is a genuine core to this, peop to people yes. that are trying to find this stuff yes. out. How can you tell? Like you said, Jim Mars, like I've, I've read his, his book, The Fourth Reich. I think it's one of the best books I've ever, um, ever read, and it makes total sense to me. But then you talk about the Scientology side of him as well, and I'm like, what the fuck do I believe anymore? Yeah, it's and then you get our, you know, our um, our occulted history and the Scientology that's laid in that book, right? You know, and Psy Spies and 
the noetic sciences laid it in that book, you know? So it's kind of like, I do believe there's a remnant of people who do always actively seek to, for the truth and always will be led to the truth. Um, now me as a Christian, you know, it's, it's I, I, and I do believe in honestly in my heart with my faith that, that it is the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. And you see it through, you know, I, you know, I see it through that lens and I, I do. And, and so I, I think because of that, like, okay, for myself, when I was believing, you know, Trump's our guy and all that stuff, I was a Gnostic mm. at that time. I was a complete Gnostic, Archons, like everything, like completely, like 100%. And then when I learned about the CMP and then I learned that the Rockefellers funded Gnosticism from the very beginning and the Nag Hammadi digs and the Nag Hammadi library, I was like, the Rockefellers? And, yeah. And, and wait, what? You know, and then, and then you're like, wait, why would they do that? And then you have um, Elaine Pagels winning Rockefeller Awards and UNESCO and the UN being involved. And it's like, what? You know, and then, and so I, I don't know. It was a, it was a whole change. Like, I don't know. It just, it just, it just changed the way I looked at things. And, and then just you start, you know, and I, I mean, I was firm, I was firm. Firm love and light, firm Gnostic, firm New Age. You know, I was I was very much strong down that path, and then all of a sudden it was just like when I learned about the CMP and the the other side of the world order, and realized you know started deeply researching Scientology, and then started deep researching because even though I had Gnostic beliefs and New Age beliefs, I Madame Blavatsky and Alice Bailey. And Manly P. Hall, they never sat right with me. Hmm. And then so you have Alice Bailey, like I mentioned, go read her works. It's it's written like a, a, a truther, hmm. that it's all going to be revealed. The world order is all going to be revealed, and it's all going to be out there to the masses. And it's going to be a glorious and wondrous day, you know. And and then I'm, I'm like, whoa, like, what? You know, and then, and then, and then I... Then, like, with orgone therapy, and I used to be really big on that, and then you find out that Wilhelm Reich in his own writings is saying that the orgone therapy is coming from the innocence of children, but not the innocence of, like, you know, me having a daughter and, you know, children look at the world innocence, but, like, from a horrific, really depraved mm. standpoint, you know? And, and, and it's just, I mean, Wilhelm Reich, when he was a teenager, used to used to get off you know working on the farm molesting his horse you know and like it was like and you know, i'm reading his own writing it's, it's like... not like i'm reading you know so i'm like i'm like what why'd, you know like, why'd you put that in the book you can just keep that out of the book for christ's sake so yeah. so then you know you're told in you know the whole naturopathic you know truth movement lie well the reason why the government was coming after reich is because they were trying to su suppress him with orgone therapy and stuff like that and everything and then right. you realize no nah, he was getting run out of towns because him and the psychiatrist group that he was running would uh do experiments in children in basements and then once people found out they'd run him out of town yeah. that's really what it was and I know that's going to be a very unpopular decision. You know, a, a, a lot of people there. Look, go read Wilhelm Reich's words yourself. That's all you got to do. All right. And then if you read it yourself, you're going to be like, whoa, you know, something. I mean, this is even when I wasn't when I when I came back to my faith as a Christian. This is when I was still had a firm camp in the new age. 
and it was it was a war inside of me. And and someone just told me, just go read go read Raham Reich for yourself, and you tell me that this is a good thing. And I went and read it myself, and I'm like, no, this is not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Just look, I, this has been fantastic. It's really lovely to meet you. Did, I could ask you so many more questions. I just want to end it on, do you think, like I think, that this is slowly creeping towards some sort of global religion or global cult? Yes. Yes. I really do. No, I, I mean, I'm, you know, it's, it's, I mean, you got to get in the Bible, you got to get to the one world religion, right? So, yes, I do believe that this is all leading to that. So, yep, the birth pangs of the, the book of Revelation, birth pangs of the end times. So, yeah, it's all leading towards a one world religion that will be love and light and everything is humanity and human potential. And it's great. And uh, we got the secret, you know, fallen angel technology and the true science, not that bad science, but the real science. And it's going to be great. It's going to be. No, don't worry about the chip that you're going to get, because, mm. you know, we, we, we worked it out. You know, we were using Rife technology, which I am a fan of Rife. Don't get me wrong. And, and you know, and, and, and we're going through like therapy and, and, and anything you could think of, anything you could think of. You know, we base this off of don't worry, this chip works in harmonic re- resonance and it's going to it's going to heal you instead of harm you. You know, that's what it's going to be presented as. I mean, Alex Jones is sitting there telling you on InfoWars that they have all the hidden technologies and it's going to be unveiled to the masses. Mm. There's no difference between that and Alice Bailey talking about magic being externalization of the hierarchy. There's no difference because technology and magic are one and the same. No difference between the two. That's all. There's no difference. No difference. That's a great place to end it. Remember, technology and magic are the same things. It, 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 as you, we know... From the ancient aliens looking up to the gods, they thought it was magic, they thought they were the gods, and it was possibly technology, even if you believe the ancient aliens thing, which I'm coming to not believe at all at the moment. Guys, go and check John and Bristol's work out. John, where can they find you, where they connect with you? This has been incredible. Thank you. Thank you, Richard, for having me on Glitch in the Code. Um, you can uh, find me of uh, Weave underscore Red on Twitter. We've read the documents um, on YouTube and FixYourGut.com brilliant thank you um i would love to do this again maybe we could do a part yes. two because we've gotten some really good stuff there and um guys so go and take check out john brisson's work i'll put all the links below thank you for watching glitching the code leave us some comments and go follow john because the stuff that he's doing he's speaking about things that other people aren't speaking about and i think i genuinely think that one the scientology connection go and look into it yourself it's huge go and have a look into the fact that we might be being dragged into some sort of world religion or world cult because that to me is just it reeks of that at the moment john you've done some great work thank you for giving me your time sorry we thank ran you. over and it's been brilliant it's okay. take care thank you Welcome to Glitch in the Code.